Hey, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. I hope things are going well for you today and that you're finding all kinds of creative energy and inspiration in all of your writing and marketing and in everything that you're doing. What I want to chat with you about today is a teaser from my new course on best-selling book launches. This breaks down the launch process and talks about how to launch your book on social media, to your newsletter list with Facebook ads, Amazon ads, BookBub ads, and it kind of gives you an overview of the entire book marketing process, to be honest. And so a lot of my courses go really, really, really in-depth. Like by the time you finish my Amazon ads course, you're going to be a master. You're going to know everything, but it's pretty exhaustive, which is both good and bad. So this bestseller book launch course I created to give people who wanted a simpler introduction to all of the types of marketing a way to find that. So you can grab that at courses.alanaterry.com slash launch and I hope that you enjoy the teaser from the course. Hey, so let's talk all about reviews. You want to have reviews because it allows your book and your book's sales page to come across as more mature. It adds a decent amount of social proof and positive peer pressure. So if somebody sees your book and they see that you have a thousand reviews, that is automatically, whether they're thinking about this on a conscious level or not, that's making them realize, okay, a lot of people have read this book. So it gives a big layer of authenticity. Like I said before, don't worry about your average so much. I mean, if your average is like three stars or below, then that is going to stand out on the sales page. As long as your average is like when you see the stars number numbered on your Amazon sales page, you see four of those yellow babies colored in, you're totally fine regardless. One more thing I want to start off with before we talk about how to get more reviews for your book is the fact that there is not a magic number. Some people used to say, okay, once your book gets 50 reviews and Amazon is going to start promoting it more and it's going to be like this magic wand and your sales are going to double overnight. There's no number. I like to focus primarily on organic reviews. Those come across as the, the best they have a little note that says verified review if the reader purchased it. And so it can look more legitimate and you will get more helpful feedback when you're not the one going out and seeking reviews. But if we're talking about a brand new book and you have a small readership and you don't have many organic reviews, there are definitely some ways that you can bump those numbers up. And then the more popular your books get, the less you need to rely on forcing reviews. It can, if you want it to get to the point where you just launch books and let the reviews come in. All right, again, the reviews are not what's going to make or break your sales page. But the best way, if your goal is to get more reviews, is to get an advanced reader team. This is called an ARC team. And the easiest way to send them copies of your book is through BookFunnel. So those are the two things that I recommend. I recommend you set up an ARC team and you get yourself a BookFunnel account if you really want to focus on this. Some people have VAs, help them with this, or you can do it by hand. If you want to keep track of all your reviews, 
then you will just make a note of who you gave a review copy of your book to, and then you'll make a note of their email address and you'll make a note about whether or not they left you a review. Not everybody that you give an ARC copy to is going to leave a review. If you get 70% of your ARC team leaves you a review within the first week or two, that's actually a pretty good response. So don't take it personally if they don't. In general, readers of your book's genre are going to make better ARC reviewers than your next door neighbor or your mom or your high school English teacher. And there are certain rules about who you can and should request reviews from. So let's talk about some of the rules first. You can never give somebody an actual reward for leaving you a review. You can never, never, never say, buy my book, leave me a review, and then I will refund you for the, for the purchase price of that book. Never, okay, Amazon will crack down on you hard. A lot of times people don't even like including the link to their book in an email to a lot of people. So let's say you get 20 people on your ARC team. You give them advanced copies of the book. You, you do that outside of Amazon. That's why I recommend using BookFunnel. And then the day the book goes live, you send those 20 people an email that says, hey, this book is ready for reviews. My recommendation is you don't even include the link. You just say, go to Amazon, search for, and then the title of your book. Because if Amazon sees that all your reviewers are coming from one specific link, they might think that you have done something to something shady to get a lot of reviews at once. You also should not ask people who live in your household to leave your review. Amazon knows that. They know based on the IP address. They know based on that person's Amazon uh, shipping address and things like that. There are also certain rules how a brand new person who has just created an Amazon account might not be able to leave a review. So you need to, if you have a friend who never shops at Amazon, they might be blocked from leaving you a review. But like I said, finding readers of your genre is going to be better. Often we have a network of other authors or professionals in our field, which is a good place to start. If you do have a newsletter list, we'll be talking about your newsletter list. If you've got one, this could be the time to say, hey, I am opening up my ARC team. Here's a form that you can fill out if you want to be part of the ARC team and get my books for free before they come out. You can also make this by invite only. So maybe you've got 5,000 people in your newsletter list and you don't want to open that up to everybody. Maybe you select people who have interacted with you. Some Maybe you know people from Facebook who are your biggest, most enthusiastic readers. That can be another way to do it. In general, authors leaving reviews for authors is also frowned upon industry-wide and according to Amazon's terms of service. I have just a straight up policy that because I write books, I don't leave reviews for other books, whether I know that author or not. Another policy you might adopt is that you're not going to leave reviews for somebody that you personally know because it gets too easy to turn into, well, I'll leave you a five-star if you leave me a five-star. Or there's terrible stories of people getting really petty like, well, I left her a four star and then she left me a three star. So then I went back and changed hers from a four to a three, things like that. And also there's no way to be classy and leave a negative review for another author if you're an author. So that's why I just don't leave reviews. So again, you can start by asking 
peers for reviews, but if those are also a lot of published authors in your genre, a better thing to ask if you've got nobody is say, hey, are there people on your ARC team who might be interested in this book? And lastly, I just want to point out that some negative reviews are okay. They're not going to kill your sales. And in a way, they lend some legitimacy. Like if you go onto somebody's sales page and they have a dozen five-star reviews and nothing else, it makes it way too easy for you to assume that they've got 15 BFFs or their mom has 15 people in her social circle that she just asked people to leave a positive review. So a mix of reviews really does help. It's totally up to you if you choose to read your reviews or not. Many authors, myself included, we don't go and read our reviews. What I will do is if it's a new book or if I've noticed that my star average has dropped, I will ask my assistant to skim some of the recent reviews and say, is there anything that you're hearing a lot of, positive or negative? And that's the extent that I pay attention to. Otherwise, it's too easy to get on the roller coaster of, well, 10 people say they love your book, but this one person didn't. And so then you have a terrible week or something. If you don't want to be on that roller coaster, you can either have a tough skin or you can choose not to look at your reviews. The tough skin is going to come along with the territory, but I don't even choose to worry about it. So I just look at my averages and I ask my assistant to tell me if there are any trends. If it's somebody who is just being mean or petty, I just tell myself this was not somebody within my target audience. So I don't need to be worried that they didn't like my book. If it's something where you have thoughtful negative reviews that are saying similar things, then it might be time to take that a little bit to heart. If you've got a lot of negative reviews that all say, well, they didn't explain this part very well, or I found this point that they brought up lacking, or this character was really annoying or something like that, those are things that you can remember that can help you write more of what your audience wants. But if it's just something mean or I hated this book and couldn't get into it and they don't really explain why, then there's no reason for you to worry about it. And it's probably not going to hurt your sales much, if at all. So that is all about reviews. If you find a review that really doesn't seem like it should be there, there is a way to bring that review to Amazon's customer, Amazon's customer service team. Sometimes they will do something about it. Most of the time they'll say, well, people are free to leave whatever review they want. For example, I got a one-star review complaining about characters that weren't in my book. It was very obviously a review someone left for a book that was not mine. I pointed it out to Amazon. Amazon's like, well, people can leave whatever review they want. About a year later, I realized it had been removed somehow. So don't sweat it a ton. Do not make getting a certain number of reviews the thing that makes you feel like your book is good or that you can't start marketing your book until you get a certain number of reviews. If you're very brand new and you really want a strong launch, I would try to get 10 to 12 reviews within the first week of your book going live. I feel like that's a reasonable um, hope and expectation. That might mean sending up to as many as 20 ARC copies to people. Some of them just won't read it and review it. Some of them will review it late. The reviewers technically are supposed to include a note that discloses that they got your manuscript free in exchange for a review, but you cannot require them to leave 
a positive review. It needs to be very clear that they are free to leave any kind of review that they want. And that also helps your reviews to come across as more authentic. So that's reviews, how to get more, what to take to heart and what not to take to heart and how to get your sales page a little bit more optimized by having a few more reviews. All right, so I hope you found that helpful. And if you want to dive into my new course, you can find that. It's the best-selling book launch course at courses.alanaterra.com slash launch. And I wish you all the best this week in all of your writing and all of your marketing and in everything you do.